Hey, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Leah T. Porter, and I'm coming to you with a new episode of I'm Making Moves Podcast, where we are dedicated to helping you make moves in business, life, culture, education, and the arts. On today's show, I'm sharing five tips on navigating working a nine to five and being an entrepreneur. There's so many of us that I feel like are navigating that space of working a nine to five and, you know, whether we want to call it having a side hustle or having our own business or just having that entrepreneur spirit just in general. Um, I know for me, I've been doing that for the past eight years. I'm a school teacher. I teach special education at Northside High School. And I also own and operate a performing arts school, Fire Expressions Performing Arts Conservatory. And as mentioned already, I've been doing that for the past eight years. And so on today's show, I just want to share a few things that I've learned that has helped me these past eight years on navigating both spaces, because it's not always easy, right? It's rewarding, but it's not always easy. So tip number one is write it down. Um, I often tell people all the time, Sometimes you have things that you need to do, right? And you, it's important, whether it's important or it's not important, but you forget because you haven't written it down. I make a list of things, of duties that I need to get done for work, at school, and for the studio, for my business. And I list them from highest to lowest. So I make a list of things that I need to get done for school. What's top priority? priority what's the lowest priority and I do the same thing for my business I make a list of things that I need to get done what is the top priority the most important thing that I need to do and what's the lowest thing what's I need to get done but it's not as as important as the others and then I make sure that I'm crossing off all of those things on my to-do list um, within a certain amount of time. It could be a list for the day. It could be a list for the month. It could be a list for the week. I am a list person. I have a daily list, a weekly list, a monthly list, and a quarterly list. I have things that I need to get done for the day. I have things that I need to get done within the week. I have things that I need to get done for the month. And then also quarterly. And that has helped me a lot because if I can have a visual representation of what it is I need to do, get it out of my mind, put it on paper, and I can see it and make sure that I follow it, it helps me to make sure that all those tasks I need to get done, get done. Especially those things that um, are in a high category, you know, high priority. I try to categorize so that way I know where to spend most of my time. And I know that these are the things that are really, really important right now. So these are the things that I need to concentrate and I need to focus on. Number two is wake up early. Wake up early, right? If you have to be to six work for six o'clock, then you need to be up at least by four o'clock, 430. You need to wake up early, at least an hour earlier than you normally wake up for work so that you can cross off the top five things on your to do list for the day right? It's called five by five. Before five o'clock in the morning, there should be five things on your list that you should be crossing off to do. And that is going to get you mentally prepared for your day. What are those things? It could be exercising. It could be journaling. It could be praying um, in conjunction with getting work done. Maybe you're sending emails out that morning. You know, maybe you're making your lists for the day or for the week, 
but you want to wake up early so that way your mind is moving. You're not just jumping out of bed 30 minutes before work, driving to work, and then you're scrambling and trying to get yourself together. You want to wake up early so that way you can mentally prepare yourself for the day's work. You can make sure that you're taking time out for yourself, right? Sometimes waking up early in the morning is some of the only time that 15, 20, 30 minutes or an hour time that we really get to ourselves and ourselves only because the rest of the day is going towards our work, our nine to five, is going towards our businesses, is going towards our loved ones, our kids, home, or whatever else. So you want to make sure that you're waking up early. So that way you can at least do the, the small things that are necessary to get your day moving. And this is a non-negotiable for me. Waking up early is a non-negotiable. You will not find people that are extremely successful waking up 20 minutes before it's time to go to work. Or waking up at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. No, they are waking up early, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And they are getting things done getting their day started and they're starting to move towards whatever it is that they're going to be doing for that day, for that week or that month. Number three is outsource. This is also a big one. Um, You cannot do everything yourself. And if you try to do everything yourself, you will drive yourself crazy and you won't be successful at whatever it is you're trying to put into place. We cannot do everything Right. And oftentimes it's either we think we can do everything. We feel like no one else could be or do something the way that we can or we don't have the cash flow to pour into outsourcing. And I understand all of that. Right. But outsourcing is going to help you to make sure that your business is running smoothly, especially on the business side. And outsourcing is really not for your nine to five. Outsourcing is really for your business. And you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Oftentimes when we don't outsource, we're giving so much energy and so much time and effort to everything that they start lacking. They were not able to give 100% to everything. So our businesses or projects that we have going on starts to lack. So taking some of those responsibilities and, you know, delegating those responsibilities to other people, whether whether it be for, you know, an unpaid internship, volunteering, people volunteering for for your business or paying people for a specific type of service. I know for me, for example, is um, like digital content, whether it be a logo or anything like that. At one point, I was doing all of that stuff myself, but I can't. That's not my line of expertise I had to outsource and get other people to help me design my logo to help me design you know digital content that I'm going to be putting out for my business because I want to make sure that it's going to be as professional as possible so if I know that that is not my line of work and where my expertise lie then I need to communicate and communicate with someone that has that background And if cash flow is an issue for you as far as outsourcing, because oftentimes things that we need um, outsourced are things we're going to have to pay people for their expertise. You can always utilize your local college, you know, someone that is 
you know, in school for photography and wants the experience or necessarily you might not get them to do it for free or want to, want them to do it for free. You want to pay them, but it may be a little less cheaper, you know, so there are ways for you to to outsource um, and still get the job done, even if you don't have the cash flow. And outsourcing is so important for your business because it gives you an opportunity to free up your mind and space to really put in the creative work behind your business. And it doesn't matter what kind of business you have, whether you are, you know, in beauty, whether you're in food, whether you're in fashion, whether you're in the in the arts, there's a creative process behind um, making your work happen. There's something that drives you, that passion, that creativity of creating new products, creating new things for your business. You don't want to get away from that, right? You as a creator, you want to always be in a place, in a space to where you can freely create things that not only that you're passionate about, but products and things that people are going to be satisfied with. And when we are doing a hundred and million things in our business, it pulls away, pulls us away from that creative side and we start to focus on everything else. And I could say that because with my studio, you know, at one time I was everything. I was janitor, I was accountant, I was manager, I was teacher, I was, you know, choreographer, creative director, I was everything. And eventually I started to find myself getting away from the creative process of what it is to be an artist and to really create great choreography and to be able to have the capacity to capacity to go into classes and really teach my kids from an artistic way. And that's because my mind was so focused on everything else with running a business, which is important very important, but I slowly started to get away from what actually made Leah want to open up a a performing arts school. I started to slowly, you know, get away from that. So outsourcing is really a way to help you make sure that you are effectively creating for your business. And like I said, you don't have to be a dancer or a choreographer choreographer like myself to think of quote-unquote creativity in that sense if you're in beauty you know creating a new product there's a creative process behind that if you're in food you know creating new food new recipes there's a creative process behind that so you want to make sure that your mind is able to freely and effectively create good products so your business can continue to thrive because that is very very important Number four is to manage your time. You want to make sure that you're giving time equally to both sides. That's your nine to five job and to your to your business. You know, you may be more passionate about your business, but remember your nine to five still has to have some form of attention. Um, so make sure that you're treating them both as equal. Um, when you're at work, make sure you're productive on work. When you're within your business, make sure you're productive within your business. I would definitely try not to cross the two. Now, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Um, but when you're at work, focus on getting things done for work. 
when you, when I, whenever you are in business mode, focus on getting things done for your business and make sure when you're in both of those spaces, you're not slacking off. You want to make sure that you get the job done in less time if you can. So that means you're putting in the work. You're not slacking. Um, when you're working on your business, leave work at work. When you're working on your work, leave business at the business. <laughs> you don't have to sacrifice one for the other if you manage your time well. Again, I'm going to say that again. You don't have to sacrifice one for the other if you manage your time well. So with good time management, with good planning, with writing things down, you are able to be successful at both. You can be successful at your nine to five and you can be successful within your business. You just have to know how to manage your time. And I feel like that kind of takes time to grow in that. Like, I don't feel like uh, managing your time in both is like a one size fits all. What managing my time within teaching school and running a performing arts studio may not be the same thing for someone else you know, within their nine to five in their business. So you have to make sure that you are managing your time in the manner that is that works for you. And number five is don't quickly quit. And this is for um, the individuals who love their nine to five, but are so much more passionate about their business, which a lot of us lie in that category. Um, we have no issue or no problem with our nine to five, but our business is what we thrive on, is what we're passionate about. It's our baby. It's what we love. And if we can choose, we would do that 100% full time. But I don't think that you should always be eager to quit, at least not until you're able to take care of your business and your living expenses solely within your business. So your business is able to operate on its own, but it's also able to put food on your table. In most spaces, your nine to five will fund your business. But with time, work, and consistency, you will be able to leave your nine to five for good. You just have to make sure that it's the right time. So oftentimes, your nine to five is sometimes, especially in the beginning, it's what's fueling and pushing your business in order to operate, especially until your business gets to a point to operate on its own. And then even once your business is operating on its own, you may not be financially in the position to really step away from your nine to five. So you have to make sure that when that time comes, it's the right time. Now, I'm not saying that you should not step out on faith. For some people, stepping out on faith works well. There's so many people that have said, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to leave my nine to five. I'm going to put in a lot of time, a lot of hard work. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be disciplined at my business and I'm going to make it work for myself. And there has been people that have been extremely successful at taking a leap of faith and going towards their business a hundred, a thousand percent. But I don't think that's necessarily the best idea and option for everyone. I feel like it is okay to navigate both spaces, especially if you are able to handle both and manage your time well and outsource and make sure that you're waking up early <laughs> um, in the morning to get those things done. I feel like until you are in a good place, in a good space within your business, it's a good idea to keep your nine to five. So here's a recap at the top five tips for navigating working a nine to five and being an entrepreneur. Number one, write it down. 
make a list of all the duties that you need to get done for your business and for your nine to five and categorize them from highest priority to lowest priority. Two, wake up early. This is a non-negotiable. Waking up before five o'clock a.m. and making sure that you're crossing off the top five things on your to-do list. It could be exercising, journaling, praying, or sending out emails. Just making sure that you're getting your day mentally started. Number three, outsource. Remember, we cannot do everything ourselves. We have to outsource and get people to help with certain aspects of our businesses that we don't have expertise in to help clear our mind and our time to make sure that the creative process of our business is effective and strong. Number four, manage your time. Remember, time at work is for work duties. Time at your business is for business duties. Try not to cross those two things together. Remember, if you manage your time well, you do not have to sacrifice work for business or business for work. And number five, don't quickly quit. Although it is okay and perfectly fine with stepping out on faith and doing your business 100%, it is not often the best time financially for us to do so. So if we can get a hold of those other four tips and successfully work a nine to five and work our business, we should definitely make sure that we keep our nine to five until we are absolutely sure and ready financially to say, you know what? It's time to make big boss moves and give myself a hundred percent to my business. Thank you all for listening to another episode of I'm Making Moves podcast. Again, we would love for you to comment and rate this podcast show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I want to hear your feedback on how we can help you make moves. It's Leah T. Porter with I'm Making Moves podcast.